Please listen carefully. Hey guys, this is Chris. And this is Lamb. And this is CrossFit Connor Radio. Uh, today we have 10 tips for CrossFit beginners. So we're going to read through the list first and then we'll go back and cover them in more detail. So number one, you don't need to be fit to start CrossFit. Number two, girls, don't be paranoid about getting bulky. Number three, first looks are deceiving. Number four, the people are awesome. <laughs> number five, show up consistently. Number six, keep your ego out. Technique before intensity. Number seven, use your fitness outside of the gym. Number eight, get involved. Number nine, don't forget the other 96%. And finally, number 10, play the long game. Okay, so let's go back to number one. You don't need to be fit to start CrossFit. Um, this is a common thought for a lot of people who are looking to do CrossFit, to start CrossFit. Oh, I need to get fit uh, before starting CrossFit. CrossFit is so intense. Uh, and my thinking is that, well, if what you're doing is not working and you're looking for a change, then why are you doing the same thing to get fit? Yeah. If you really think CrossFit is the way to get fit, which if you're thinking about starting CrossFit, I'm assuming that's what you're thinking, then let's just start, right? Yeah, and I think, you know, um, I, I think some, sometimes, and this kind of relates to number three, but people come in seeing a lot of pe people lift 135 pounds and say, I can't do that. Well, you know, if you just come in and start, you can scale. And we have a lot of uh, members who um, are older and have initially started with that idea of, oh, I can't do this because I'm not fit enough. I can't lift 135 pounds over my head, but... Right. Um, you know, that's what that's why CrossFit is such a good um, um, portion of fitness that allows you to just start wherever you can start. Right. Well, I think a common fear and kind of where that all stems from is that people don't want to be last there. They don't want to be like, quote unquote, the worst. Yes. Uh, and, you know, while we do record times of workouts and while we record weights, uh, what people need to remember is that at the end of the day, it's really for you to compare your results to yourself. Right. So there's naturally going to be some competition in a workout just by nature of someone working out next to you. But at, at CrossFit gyms, not just ours, but at most other CrossFit gyms, the competition is a friendly one where people are pushing each other to do better, not for the sake of beating one another, but for the sake of, of going to that that place where change happens right right so i understand the fear of you know, not wanting to be last or worst but a lot of that stems from just not understanding what we do and the fact that we walk people through base camp here at kana to teach them the fundamental movements and so that they know what they're doing when they go into a group class agreed so so you do not need to be fit to get start crossfit because doing crossfit will get you Right, and I, I think if you can picture or, or think of CrossFit as the catalyst for change, really going back to that first point that you picked up, 
is you know whatever you're doing it's not working so start crossfit be, make that catalyst uh, be that catalyst for change or have crossfit be that catalyst for change cool all right uh two girls don't be paranoid about getting bulky i think we hear this a lot right oh my god this is such a pet peeve of mine but i understand it's not a pet peeve against the person who's saying it but it's just that culture has basically brainwashed yep. girls and women to not want to get bulky. And I'm not even sure what that means, honestly. Like, I don't know what bulky, does bulky mean muscular? Uh, does bulky mean like big? Does like, I don't, I don't really get what that means. Right. It's, it's, it's along the same lines of like the word toned. Like, I don't know what toned means. Like, well, I'm sure because, if you said toned or you pictured the, the word toned, it would be completely different, maybe completely different from what I pro- think about Probably, toned. yeah. Right. So, At the um, end of the day, you can either increase muscle mass or, or decrease muscle mass, and you can either increase fat mass or decrease fat mass. Mm-hmm. So I think what most people want is to decrease fat mass, right? So when people say, I want to lose weight, what they really mean is that they want to lose fat. Yep. Right. Yep. And so there's this fear of um, if I touch a weight, a barbell, I'm going to explode into this bodybuilder, shredded, huge, you know, testosterone filled, bulky woman. Right. And that is like the farthest from the truth because, well, number one, you're not doing steroids, which honestly a lot of people at that kind of level the high level are doing mm-hmm. um and then two their hormones as at a base level like ge- their genetic profile isn't uh is a factor as well yep um and women by nature don't have as much testosterone as men do and testosterone is known to be a um a factor in terms of muscle right growth and, and I think that what people forget is, you know, and, and I'm assuming that when women say that they don't want to look like bodybuilders or even some, some, of, some of the women don't want to look like the CrossFit Games athletes. And, at, at first they might not. Right. At first they might not. And I think what they also forget is the amount of absolute work that it would take for you right. to get there. Right. I mean, these athletes... Number one, the bodybuilders focus mainly on strength. And number two, mm-hmm. the games athletes work out three or f- two to three times a day, seven up days to, a week. Yeah, up to five or six. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think, you know, we all have our aesthetic goals and our strength goals and whatnot. But if you're not putting in that time to be your main focus and concentration, then right. I, don't, I don't think that, that would be, um, the, the concern would be there. Right. The other thing that we see is that, um, yeah, I completely agree. So basically, if you're saying that you don't want to get bulky because you think that picking up a weight will automatically put tons of muscle on you, then basically, <laughs> you number one, you don't really understand how hard it is to, to put on muscle. Right. As you could talk to any, even guys who want to gain muscle and they have a hard time doing yep. it. Um, we call them hard gainers. Um, and then number two, you're basically discrediting all the hard work that these games athletes and bodybuilders who do focus on aesthetics more than function, you know, are, are you're discrediting their hard work, yep. basically. Yep. So um, 
you know, drop the idea that you're going to get bulky. The other thing is, if you notice something changing and you don't like it, let's adjust. Mm -hmm. Like, if you do notice something uh, happening where you don't like it in terms of your aesthetics or your body, like, there are most likely ways to change that if, if in fact, that's what's happening. And I doubt that it will. Um, the other thing is that really the other is the mentality of how you look is a big part of why Agreed. people start CrossFit. But once you do start CrossFit, it's what you can do that most people then focus on and realize that it's, uh, you know, looks are, are I, I think it's perfectly fine to be focused on looks. I mean, all of us on some level care about how we look, but the uh, percentage of how you look versus what you can do, I think does change once you start across it and realize that there's a ton of stuff to learn. Yeah, and um, you know, I know this point, number two here, we're focused on girls, and one of, uh, reminds me back of the, the, the CrossFit YouTube video I, I see about um, be letting beauty speak. Mm -hmm. I think um, where it is, it, the focus of that video is to talk about more about um, how a girl can perform and what she can functionally do. And having a daughter, uh, that, um, that, that, that video definitely spoke to me, that it's less going to be less about aesthetics and more about how, how strong she is and what her body can do. Um, so I think you know, that, that also, the, the, the CrossFit movement that is trying to fight that is also really helpful for um, body image in girls and things like that. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yep. Um, yeah, super cool. Okay, number three is first looks can be deceiving. So this is more related to the the physical space of a CrossFit box because a lot of people, if they don't know what a CrossFit gym looks like, um, they come in pretty surprised. We don't look, we might be being cross, most CrossFit gyms don't look like a regular LA Fitness or global or you know quote unquote a global gym. We don't have rows of treadmills. We don't have ellipticals. We don't have um, stations for weight stations and whatnot it's a pretty open space there'll typically be a, uh, a pull-up rack pull-up bar and squat rack combo on one wall and then a bunch of barbells and kettlebells and medicine balls on the perimeter but then the middle of the space is pretty empty but mm -hmm. if you come in during a class the music's going loud barbells are clanging because we're not a planet fitness where we, we don't have a lunk alarm we we have bumper plates which basically are the same diameter of 45-pound metal plates, but right. we have 10-pound plates that are that size, and we also have barbells that weigh 15 pounds and not 45 pounds. So it can be really intimidating. You see uh, someone lifting a barbell over their head, and it looks like 135, but in reality, it's a 15-pound barbell with 10-pound plates, so it's really 35 pounds. Mm -hmm. But in a picture, it can look really intimidating. Uh, and so, you know, it, the initial impression can be pretty intimidating, but then you realize once you walk in that, um, and this is related to the next point, so I won't go too deep into it, but that the people are super cool and that the space is shaped the way it is because we need to change the workout every yep. day and, and so we need our space to change. I, I think, you know, one of the things that I remember when I first started was uh, why is that person lying on the ground in a pool of sweat? And I don't know if I'm willing to go there. And uh, I think that that was one of the really cool things that when you actually start 
working out and are willing to let yourself go there, mm-hmm. it's a pretty, um, and maybe I, I use it, uh, I, I'm, think this is the first word that comes to my head, but other people might disagree, but I think it's a pretty exhilarating experience yeah. to allow your mind or your body to go there mm-hmm. and to get down to that puddle of, of, of sweat. Um, but th- I mean, that can be intimidating if you've never seen, you know, someone, you don't see that at LA Fitnesses. Right. You see that at CrossFits. Right. In LA Fitness, you have people who are checking Instagram in between their sets right. and, you know, pretending like they're doing work on a machine when really they're checking out the girl on the, the elliptical. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> yeah, it, it, at a CrossFit gym, you will work hard. Yep. And I think that is something that not a lot of people see or have experienced. Right. We get a lot of people who come in and they do their first workout or you know, a month in they say that it reminds them of being on a high school sports team or a college sports team, that they haven't worked that hard since typically, usually a team sport. Yep. Um, and, but th- th- that's, that's what's cool about it because you know you're working hard. Right. And you know, we do a lot of skill acquisition. We, we cover a lot of skills. So sometimes the working hard is more mental and it's more about coordination and balance and agility and accuracy. But a lot of the workouts, especially the classic CrossFit Metcons, metabolic conditioning workouts, you're going to work hard and you're going to sweat. And yes, you, you may end up needing to lay on the floor for a little bit. But you know, and we don't want everyone to go there, especially the beginners. We, we do want you to modify into scale and we guide you in before class and during class so that we don't go to a point where you're out for a week sore. Um, but for the, our experienced folks and people who, who have the technique and keep their form, yeah, you're going to push the intensity. Mm-hmm. And that's just the reality of it. Yep. And I think as we talk about, you talk about, uh, um, you know, working out uh, as a team or being a team sport, that leads us to the next one, right? Mm-hmm. Totally. Um, and that the people are awesome. People are awesome. Just like those crazy YouTube compilation videos. <laughs> um, and, and I think this is, th- this, this rings really true to me. Um, I, I, I met you through CrossFit. Yep. Uh, and I remember, I remember my first workout and um, uh, it was Annie. That's uh, 100... That was your first workout? That was my first workout. Dude, that's it like was, right up your alley. Was, was, now I know why you stuck with <laughs> Right. That's um, hilarious. But, you know, I couldn't do a pull-up worth, worth anything and a hundred of those at that time with a green band and that's by number 10. So funny. And you were coaching that. Okay. And uh, I... Wait, can, so can you explain what Annie is for people Annie, who don't know? Annie is a hundred push-ups, a hundred pull-ups, hundred oh, squats. Oh, Angie. Angie, I'm Angie. sorry, Angie. I say because you like Annie. No, right. Which is double unders and sit ups. Right. No, it's. Uh, I'm sorry, it's Angie. Oh wow. And oh, that's terrible. Yes, it is very oh, terrible. Holy smokes. And uh, remember, you were coaching it, and I, 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 I was on like, thir- 14 pull ups with a green band, and I said, Coach P, what, what do I do? And you looked at me, straight up, serious in the face, and said, One at a time. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, so that's our relationship, and of course, you know, uh, we've um, our relationship has you know turned into a friendship, and, and again, I think that's that's where you know our family's gotten together and, and built a friendship on it. So, I am a firm believer in terms of people are awesome, just because of that, and also the the cool people we meet in our community mm-hmm. that we get to 
be close with and sweat and, and lift some weights and have an emotion. I, I think, you know, CrossFit that have an emotional experience with. I, I completely agree. Whether, you know, and we were just talking about this earlier with one of our members, Jill, but there's something about people who do CrossFit, it's kind of a filter because if you're gonna work that hard on purpose, you're gonna be someone who has some sort of mentality of like, there's definitely some uh, you know masochism in there, but like, <laughs> you're just someone who can just put their head down and put in the work and typically those people do not have large egos because if you have a large ego coming in, You'll be you're not, yeah, you're not gonna, you're not gonna be successful right. at, you know, you might be successful for some workouts. Like, let's say there's a bodyweight specialist who can do all the pull-ups and all the push-ups and all the sit-ups, right. but give them a barbell and they're gonna be floundering. And on the opposite end, you get someone who only comes in with uh, weight training experience, but I put them on a pair of rings, and they are they are really struggling to do ring dips, even though they've done bar dips their whole life. Mm -hmm. So. There's just something about, you know, there's a saying, people come for the workout, but they stay for the community. And every, you know, I do say every box is different. You, you depending on the demographics of the local area and uh, the marketing and, and social media and all that, you do attract certain people. So I say, having been a former college counselor, I say CrossFit boxes are kind of like mini colleges and universities where we all do the same thing. We all do high intensity workouts. We have group class structures. We have, you know, um, people hanging out. But we each also have kind of a, a slightly unique culture. But you drop into any CrossFit box, and for the most part, they're going to be good, solid people who, yep. you know, just stay humble and um, know how to work hard. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a social ex uh, ex experience. Mm -hmm. uh, I know that I've had, uh, in college, I had a weight room mm -hmm. across from my building. It When I was first working at Merck, I had a weight room downstairs in the Merck community. Yeah, I can tell you that I would start a few weeks and then I'd stop. Mm -hmm. um, but there's a reason why I kept with CrossFit. There's a reason why I, for six years, have gone cons relatively consistently three to four times a week. And it's because it's a social experience. It's a, it's a um, uh, it builds on the community where the people are awesome, where you want to be there and you want to talk to people. You want to hang out and work out with your friends. Yeah. Um, and it's a great hour of, of your day that you can uh, enjoy a positive experience. Yeah, I, you can do CrossFit anywhere. You can do it in your garage. You can do it. You can just follow CrossFit.com. Right. So the methodology is free and available to anybody. The, there are plenty of videos out there to help explain how to do the movements. That's how I started CrossFit. Uh, but the people are, I think, the, the X factor. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. All right, cool. Number five is show up consistently. So this is uh, more of a practical tip for beginners because you will be sore. Um, you will work hard and with the right coach, you will approach workouts to learn the technique uh, and work on your form. But no matter how much you, know, you, you do it smart, there will be workouts that leave you sore and um, will make you want to take a good amount of time off. So my recommendation 
especially because the things that we do here take cognitive multiple exposures to learn how to do these movements, Yep. just show up. Uh, there are ways that we can show you how to foam roll, use lacrosse balls, hydrate. Uh, nutrition plays a huge role in terms of recovery, but you need to show up in order to number one, get the, the progress that you want to see, and then number two, learn all of these new movements uh, even though you may have gone through base camp to learn the fundamentals, it takes exposure after exposure uh, to actually acquire new skills. Right. It's so just doing the reps, right? It's, it's just doing the reps. reps yeah. Um, and making sure that you show up and, and consistently do the reps. Um, and I think, you know, as we talk about showing up consistently, it mentally prepares you and also it's less frustrating when you show up consistently. Mm -hmm. um, I, I know a lot of beginners, um, and maybe more on the on the ones that who were athletes, tend, who tend to get movements rather quickly, or they pick up sports quickly. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't know about you, but to me, a, a clean and jerk and a snatch isn't exactly the most natural movement. Definitely not. Not for right. majority of people. So if they don't pick that up, it, they do get frustrated, but really to mitigate that frustration it's come consistently keep mm -hmm. doing the moves keep getting those reps in yeah absolutely the, i think that actually kind of leads into the next one um which is keep your ego out technique before intensity so this idea of acquiring a new skill you know malcolm gladwell talks about ten thousand hour rule to become a master at something ten thousand reps uh but with all of that, the technique should be the primary focus, especially for beginners. Mm -hmm. So for those of you old enough that remember the old phone company, MCI, we talk about MCI, mechanics, consistency, and intensity. So everyone sees CrossFit and thinks it's, it's high-intensity workouts, and it is, but not if you don't have the mechanics and the right. consistency first. And that to me is actually a big difference. Uh, you know, not all CrossFit gyms are the same. And I, that to me is actually one of the big differences from CrossFit gym to CrossFit gym. How much do coaches actually push you to not go fast, right? So how many coaches tell you to slow down? Mm -hmm. To me, that is a good thing, especially for beginners and definitely for some intermediate and even advanced folks. Um, if if you just start learning how to drive, but you put your put the pedal to the floor and drive as fast as you can, I doubt you're gonna have the control over the car, right? And you're gonna crash. Right. Um, if you start speaking another language and you just try to speak as fast as you can, you're probably not gonna make any sense. Yep. So if you try to lift things in a way that you have never done before as fast as you can and or at a heavy weight that's not going to go well right right and so we talk about mechanics being how do you actually do something like what are the mechanics of, of movement but then more so how can you come in and show that movement consistently at a, a light or moderate weight so that we understand that you're proficient or uh, comfortable with the mm -hmm. movement right mm -hmm. Then and only then should we move fast and or increase the weight. Yep. And I, I totally agree. 
and there are times where I know with the years that I've known you for the cross from a CrossFit perspective, you know, you've you've told people, hey, you know, take the weight off or slow down or mm -hmm. um, do certain things, and I think there are some people who. I don't know, maybe take offense or get frustrated. And sure. what I want to remind everyone that if we do this or, you know, you're working out and Chris comes up and says, hey, let, let's change this. Let's take uh, take um, take some weights off or whatnot. It, it's actually for your own good. It's really just so that you're not hurting yourself. You know, one of the biggest things that, you know, Chris and I talk about in terms of CrossFit Kana is, is member safety you know we want you mm -hmm. to be healthy and and in part of being healthy and and being fit it's being safe as well so that you can keep working out right um, so if you're injured because of, of of doing it way too intense without having the mechanics then you know you can't show up consistently you can't do all the things that we've talked uh, about before yeah and being safe doesn't mean um, uh, uh, not get a hundred percent guarantee that you're not going to get hurt uh, with any right. movement, with any sport, with any physical activity, there is always a chance that you're going to get hurt. So we're not saying that, you know, that it's going to be completely safe. Right. Um, you know, sitting on your couch isn't completely safe either, because if you sit on your couch and watch TV and eat junk food, you're going to die early. <laughs> And yeah. so, yeah, <laughs> could you like wrap yourself up in bubble wrap and just stay in your house? Sure. sure. But, right. So, right. no, we're not saying it's, it's going to be completely safe, but we don't want to be reckless. Right. And then we also don't want to confuse the, the fact, or we don't want to confuse people who have become relatively proficient with movement, who are moving at a higher intensity with, uh, uh, as the goal for beginners. Yep. For beginners, one, two, three, six months, a year, whatever it takes for you to become comfortable and proficient with movement, that's what we're going to take. Um, play the, well, that's going to be the last point, but play the long game. Yep. Um, you know, don't think of this as what can I do today or this week to get better? Uh, in the sense of I need to push it as much as I can today and this week, where do I want to be in five years, mm -hmm. right? And so that all starts with technique. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, moving on to the next one, use your fitness outside of the gym. Yeah, I think a lot, you know, unless CrossFit is your sport, which, you know, at Kana, we're, we're not really into... Um, Oh, we don't market ourselves as a gym for regional competitors or games competitors. If they come in and they and they like us and and they fit in, then that's great. But we are very much attuned and and catering towards everyday people. So if that's the case, if you're doing CrossFit, chances are you have a family, you may have kids, you play sports, you do extracurriculars, you're you have a job, there's a ton of other, you take vacations. Right. And so you should use your fitness to make your life better. You know, if, um, if you're doing CrossFit, it should make your life better, not worse. And so whether that means, you know, you go on an active vacation and, you know, uh, 
Diddy and I like to, when we have gone away, do pretty active vacations. I mean, we, we're we not really ones to sit on a beach. I mean, we have done that before, but um, and maybe it's more me that wants the adventure. Right. But we've gone to Iceland and hiked in Iceland. We've climbed Mount Kilimanjaro. We've hiked to Machu Picchu. We did a 100-mile trek in Europe around uh, Mont Blanc. And I, I guarantee you that my fitness helped with all that. Right. Absolutely. So, you know, it can be as extreme as that, or it could be as simple as bringing your groceries in. It could be as simple as being able to actually put your luggage up in the overhead bin instead of asking someone to help because you can't do it. Right. So. Or, or running after Connor. Cause I or mean, running after your kids <laughs> and being able to actually catch them. Yeah. Without right. being out of breath. Absolutely. Yeah. There, it, it amazes me that people, I see people walking up and down stairs and they are out of breath. Mm -hmm. That that actually amazes me because it shouldn't be the case. Nope. And, you know, we've gotten to a point where just because it's average doesn't mean it's normal. Okay. So the average person out there probably would be out of breath climbing stairs or, you know, going from point A to point B. But that doesn't make it normal. Yeah. And it doesn't make mean that we should be complacent about that you know so that's one of the reasons why i i opened up kana because i think it's really important to get everyday people who have normal lives to have some sort of baseline level of fitness yeah and and i i mean i can relate just just from the fact that you know obviously here on the east coast there, you know, when it does snow, we'll take the kids out for sledding and I'm pulling mm. that sled. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't imagine where I'd have to pull it 100 meters and then take a half an hour break before I can pull the yeah. sled again. Yeah. Um, and that's just s simply, you know, uh, a practical solution. And I, I always, you know, was in a situation where um, I was on vacation and we were going on a... Um, whitewater rafting ride mm -hmm. and um, father-in-law couldn't couldn't go with us just because he wasn't healthy enough and um, mm -hmm. you know uh, couldn't couldn't do it so that I, I put a mental note and just said hey that's that's not gonna be something that I'm interested in and CrossFit was that answer mm. um, so it's uh, it's yeah use your fitness as outside the gym that's why you put the the, the blood, sweat, and tears in, into CrossFit workouts so that you can um, function in the way your body's supposed to function. Yeah, well, also, I mean, you know, you have two kids, I have a kid, we have a lot of members that have kids. Just setting an example for them, I think, huge makes a huge difference. Huge. They're, to make it normal that you are active and are capable of doing things, mm -hmm. uh, I think... You know, actions speak louder than words. I, I really like that's a that's a f phrase that I have definitely become more strongly attached to over the last year or so. Actions speak louder than words. So you know, you could say, "Hey, kids, like you need to eat healthy and and be active and whatnot." But if you yourself are not doing it, right, that speaks louder, really. Um, so it's like the the overweight doctor who says that their pa the patient needs to yeah. you know yeah. lose weight and get healthy. It's like uh well about that. Yeah, about that. So All right. Right. Number 8, get involved. This is 
really just about the fact that CrossFit gyms will have different events and competitions, fundraisers, things going on outside of the group class, and you should get involved. Um, you know, I think going back to what you were talking about, how this is a uh, a community, a kind of like a primal like thing to work out with a group of people. Um, it, you get what you you get out of it what you put into it absolutely right and um if you're complaining that you don't and this is maybe more towards um older members you know i've been at i've 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 had friends who've known crossfit for a while at all different sorts of boxes and they will say like well i don't who are the all these new people or like i don't know anybody i feel like i don't know anybody well is that because you just you don't talk to them like what kind of initiative are you putting in you know as a beginner don't don't feel afraid that just because you're a beginner you can't get involved like volunteer to judge at events uh, or or at least help out if you're not that per, you know not that familiar with movements help do fundraisers help do social events go to social events right you know? or just bring a kick-ass tray of food to to a crossfit event or right. a, a barbecue or whatever and i guarantee you as much as crossfit um CrossFit members like to work out. They also like to eat. So if you're the yeah. talk, if you're the talk yeah. of the event, um, you'll 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 guaranteed to be be socially accepted at that Absolutely. point. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I mean, at that point, it's just bribery. You know. <laughs> hey guys, I have some delicious food. Be right. my friend. Right. 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 Um, and I think, I think you know, you and I have private uh, have you know conversations about how do we build this community? How do we maintain it and make it positive but you know, we could only do so much it really is the oh, members we, yeah we can't force anything right no. right it's it's such an organic experience that uh, i really do encourage that if you're if you're on the fence about going to an event or or just talking to people after a workout just get involved put yourself out there and i i uh, i'm pretty sure you'll get some really positive results that you'll be happy about yeah, I like that a lot. The, I, I think the five or ten minutes before a class and the five or ten minutes after a class are actually critical because that, that's a time where people are just kind of mulling around. Maybe you're waiting for the next class to start. And if you can use that time to just chat with people and get to know them, mm -hmm. I, I think that makes the class itself way better. Yeah. Just with, with, just with the atmosphere of, of you know, it's, it's almost like being on a team. Right, everyone's doing their own individual workout, and especially if you're modifying so that everyone has a different version of the workout, but you're all kind of like in it together, yep. right? And that's where that motivation comes from. That's where people will, you know, it appears like it's competition against each other, but really everyone, if it's a, a really great culture, will be pushing each other like you're on the same team. Right. You're accomplishing something together. Yeah. And that's what I really love about CrossFit compared to a lot of other sports. And I know people from other sports will say they do this, but I really don't think they do it as nearly as much as CrossFitters do. Where at the CrossFit Games, which is the pinnacle of our sport, right? So the professional CrossFit athletes right. who, who are either sponsored or, you know, the, the prize money is like a quarter million dollars, will be working as hard as they can but still encouraging the person next to them. Yep. Even in the middle of a workout. So it's not even like the person who finishes first 
is uh, is done and then they go over and that does happen but I distinctly remember watching the CrossFit Games one year where they had a running event uh, I think it it might have been Murph actually and uh, Josh Bridges well-known CrossFit athlete gave a high five to another athlete who was on the course running course right. as they pass each other like that's cool that's really cool yep you don't you don't um, have I don't, really, you, I don't really see that in other sports <laughs> no, you know no way. Um, and so that's that's awesome right so yeah get involved um, you know I know that we have some people who are shy um, and uh, you know I think that if you put yourself out there you'll be surprised as to what you can receive back in return mm-hmm uh, number nine don't forget the other 96 percent yeah, so 96% refers to the fact that an hour workout is 4% of your day. Right. So what are you doing with the other 96%? If you are a beginner to CrossFit, it it sounds kind of woo-woo and, and you know, might be intimidating, but it's the start of a new chapter of your life. We have a number of new members, you know, having been only open for four months, we have a lot of new members where it's their first time ever trying CrossFit. Mm -hmm. And so many different aspects of their lives are changing. We just did a nutrition challenge and plenty of people, you know, lost, quote unquote, lost weight or lost fat. And, you know, I've said repeatedly in the past, I don't really care about the number on the scale, but their goal was to lean out and they did. Um, We have a ton of people who will Otherwise, you know, on a weekend before CrossFit, they would go out and spend a hundred bucks at the bar. But because they want to come to a weekend morning workout, they actually they will go out, but they just won't drink as much or eat as much. Right. So, you know, the question is, you know, you're coming in and you're doing these workouts three, four, or five times a week. But what are you doing the other time? And if you really want to get the best bang for your buck, you're gonna pay attention to that other 96%. Yep. So how long are you sleeping? What are you eating? What are you not eating? Uh, you know, what is, what are you doing with that other time? Right. And, and, and our, our, our motto, right, Chris is CrossFit kind of fit for life. It's not just fit so you can do all the movements within that hour, but what are you doing so that you can, um, you can do all these, Uh, things outside the gym so Mm -hmm. just basically what you said how how much are you willing to buy into being fit for your life yeah and if I had to put any you know I think nutrition is really important and I think that can actually help your body composition so you know how you look Mm -hmm. the even more so than working out uh, the nutrition piece is actually the the bigger component there but I think a, a piece that gets overlooked very easily is the amount of sleep that you get. Oh yeah. So when you do these high intensity workouts, you need to recover and Mm -hmm. sleep is more important than water. I mean, you can go a few days without water, but if you go a few days without sleep, no bueno, no bueno. So pay attention to how much you're sleeping. Try to get as close to eight hours as you can. I know that for a lot of people, they might say that that's really hard and, and maybe even impossible, but take a look at what you're doing. Are you on Facebook at night? Are you watching TV? Are you, you know, wasting time, basically? And playing video games? Are you playing video games? Not that games? I ever would do Not that. Not that you ever do that. Right? 
So, because it can make a huge difference yeah. for all sorts of reasons, body composition, uh, recovery from workouts. Um, Just mental fortitude. Mm-hmm. Hey, I mean, if you right. don't get enough sleep, you feel like crap the next day and then expand that to the hour that you're working out, right? Yeah, and there's a lot of people, and I would have said this years ago, but there's a lot of people who say, I don't need much sleep. I can survive on five hours of sleep, six hours of sleep. I guarantee you, if you go a week uh, where every night you get eight hours of sleep and then you try to go back to that lifestyle, it's not going to work out for you. Yep. So, yes, of course, that we have you know some young or parents who have young kids and they're up at all hours of the night and there are things out of your control. But the things you can control, you know, do your best to, to take care of yourself. Yeah, and, and um, speaking of control here, I, I think one of the key things that CrossFit gets you to do um, and just really outside of the workout in terms of nutrition, in terms of sleep, in terms of, um, you know, drinking water or stretching or whatnot, you're, you're starting to make active decisions. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the biggest things that I've learned with, with the six years of CrossFit that I've been doing, that I'm actively making food choices. I'm actively knowing that if I don't sleep, this is how I'm going to feel. This is how my body reacts. But I'm making those decisions. You know the consequences. I know the consequences. If you, if you don't make the best decision. Correct. And I, I think that's a very different mentality than just someone just doing it because that's just what they've done. Well, it's also because you, you educate yourself and right. you've been educated on what different thing, how different things would affect yourself, you, you mm-hmm. and your body. So a lot of people come in uh, ignorant. And it's, that's not a derogatory term. It's just literally right. they don't, don't know have the what knowledge. they don't know. Correct. Right? So that's another big piece of what we try to do here. We try to educate as much as possible. That's, that's actually a huge, that's really the only reason why we do this podcast. You know, besides the fact that we have members and memberships, we're not really, we're not trying to sell anything. We're mm-hmm. not, we don't have like a special program. We don't have a book. We don't have, you know, anything. The reason why we're doing this podcast is simply to educate. And so, you know, do your homework, learn about what best practices are with nutrition and sleep and everything. Or just ask. And, just ask. And ask, yeah. Just, yeah. I mean, we have a lot of knowledge with members and different experiences with different body types and different, you know, how people approach it. Um, I, I know that I can't personally speak with how to uh, help Lisa because she's a vegetarian, but other people may have experiences in terms of getting enough protein or whatnot from, you know, from people that have been through it. Yeah, absolutely. All right, our last one here, play the long game. Yeah, so going back to our tagline, fit for life, it has a double meaning. I mean, we want you to be fit for everyday life, picking up your kids and playing with them, um, moving stuff, running to and from things, and just being able, just being capable, just being a capable human. Mm-hmm. But it, we also want to play the long game. We want to be fit for your whole life. And fitness is going to look a little different if you're 22 versus 72, but we want you to be capable for life. There are so many, I mean, the amount of, um, I don't know the exact statistics, but the amount of people who die from essentially preventable diseases, things that are 
um, results of you know lifestyle choices and um, a lot of it's related to nutrition and yes genetics plays a role in a lot of things but um, let's take uh, diabetes for example the fact that millions and millions of people have diabetes now 50 years ago that number was severely lower mm -hmm. than these days there are a lot of things that are within our control agreed um, so playing the long game in terms of realizing that working out learning the technique all that you know is for years from now I think helps put in perspective what your goals are now right so lots of people want the quick fix lots of people want to you know fit in a wedding dress do a crash diet because of this they're going on vacation and that's you know I understand that's a goal and that's it's not saying that those are wrong per se it's just okay once your wedding is over, what are you going to do? Right. And, you know, we would love for, for people to, you know, stick with a sustainable fitness routine, right? Yep. Um, we think we have one because we can scale and modify to anyone of any ability and any age. Um, but that's what people need to realize that what you're doing, both nutritionally and physically, should be sustainable for the rest of your life. Yep, you know, um, and it, it really just comes down to, you know, what CrossFit has as functional movements. What are you doing throughout the day that you're gonna be doing in, in the box a lot mm -hmm. of times? And um, if, if, if you can't see yourself doing that, basically putting a box up on a, uh, on a shelf or picking up your kid or picking up your grandkid, I mean, that, that's that's life and um, you know sticking to CrossFit allows you to be able to do things like that efficiently and um, and uh, it keeps you healthy in that regard right I mean go the opposite direction right what were you doing five years ago what were you doing 10 years ago mm -hmm. what were you doing 15 years ago and you know if you think back then then you realize wow like that was a, that was a that was both a long time ago and not a long time ago right Right. And so let's push that into the future and let's build a nice foundation now. That way, 10 years from now, 15 years from now, we can still be doing cool stuff. And I think part of that long term goal setting is important because. As as a as a project manager by profession, right, I, I steer people towards a goal. Mm -hmm. If you're doing something without a specific goal in mind, it becomes very hard to focus what you want to do. One of my goals is to be able to play soccer or whatever with Eli and Layla 15 years from now. That, to me, is it, if I'm upset at a workout or this workout's too hard, that's something that I can look to and say, this is what I want to do and what I'm doing today, whether it be nutrition, whether it be going to a workout not wanting to do a workout but actually showing up anyway that's that's my my true north right per se yeah well you're either you're either working towards something or away from something mm -hmm. like you're you can't be neutral you can't just stay in a spot you're either it's the Shawshank the awesome Shawshank quote like get busy living or get busy dying yep like you can't you're not gonna you can't just be stagnant 
even though you think you are. Being stagnant actually is, is probably actually going in the wrong direction, yep. right? Yep. So you're either growing or you're dying. And growth is where we think people should be heading, but you need to, you need to play the long game with for it. So okay. when beginners come in and they want to put on the RX weight or do the RX thing, but in the long run, it's not good for them because they're going to lose the point of the workout and they're going to potentially get hurt. That's why we coach them the way we do. That's why we want them to play the long game. Okay. Cool. Any other things you want to add? No, I think that's, that's pretty good. We covered a lot. And hopefully, you know, everyone who's listening, you know, if it's, it's, um, it's your first week, it's your first it's your second week, it's your first PR, or it's your first time that you're, you're struggling with something. Um, if you hit, look back to these points, it'll, it'll keep you in the game. And uh, hopefully we'll, we'll, uh, we're, we're, we're consistently motivating you to, to stay with it and, and see you back in the gym a lot. Cool. And if anyone listening has friends that are thinking about starting CrossFit or have started CrossFit, maybe you are an experienced CrossFitter, feel free to pass this podcast on to them so that they can get some education. Indeed. All right, cool. Thanks, Lam. Thanks. Hey, folks. Thanks again for listening to Cross Econa Radio. If you like what you heard, head over to iTunes and give us a five-star rating and leave us a review, which helps us get found on the interwebs. Also, head over to social media, find us on Facebook and Instagram at CrossFit Kana, K-A-N-N-A. And if you have any questions for the podcast, uh, tag us on social media using hashtag Kana questions, K-A-N-N-A questions, and we will look for those and use them for future podcasts. Until then, have a great day.